It's the RU Review, episode number three. We take a deep dive into Rutgers football weekly. I'm Steve Titchener, the studio with Jersey sports announcer Matt Lachlan. And on the line, another Jersey guy, John McAlevey. And gentlemen, absolutely no surprises on Saturday afternoon versus Wagner. I was right there on the field for this one. And a, a dominant performance by Rutgers. Uh, no surprise there. Um, but there's a few things that you can take away from the game. I mean, again, here's another situation where they just ran the ball. Um, they were able to throw a little bit too. But, uh, you know, I, I think the run first plans are really nice. But let's face it, when they get into the Big Ten schedule, they're going to have to balance that out. They're going to have to get the ball in the air too. But it's good to see that that the running game is is moving well. Granted, it's Wagner, but um, uh, they pushed him around. Now, listen, guys, a few seasons ago, come on. I mean, Eastern Michigan was coming in and, and, and pushing Rutgers around. So if you had a situation where, you know, Rutgers was, you know, struggling and in the second half with, you know, a touchdown or two touchdowns up, you'd be like, what's going on here? So it really was important, I think, Matt, to see, you know, a dominant performance. Absolutely. They were up 28 nothing after one. They win 66-7, never threatened, able to get a lot of guys in by the end of the game. Uh, they came out unscathed from an injury standpoint. So that's exactly what you wanted in a game like that. You wanted no one to get hurt. You wanted to put up a number, make it an easy afternoon into early evening at SHI Stadium, and that's exactly what they did. So they are where they want to be. They're 2-0. and There are some concerns that I have. Uh, quarterback play has been average at best, mm-hmm. uh, but they win, and they're looking at a win this Saturday as well. And not to get too far ahead, Iowa looks horrendous. So they could be 4-0, and but you got to take care of business on Saturday. As, uh, as Bill Belichick is known to say, on to whoever the next opponent is. So we're on to Temple. Um, we, we mentioned it last week. This was a foregone conclusion. And um, most importantly, as Matt pointed out, there were no real injuries. You don't want to have anybody get banged up. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but what did we, Steve, you were on the field. I want to get a, a feel for the sights and sounds there. But as far as did we learn anything new? Um, and I and I still come back to, Matt just alluded to with the quarterback play. I still think we have no idea who the quarterback is. And I don't even yeah, think the well, coaches know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if, if you were to tell me that Evan Simon was going to be throwing the ball and get as much time as Gavin Wimsett coming off of all of the, um, you know, the, the press clippings when they signed him and they brought him in and he was there early. And I mean, we just thought that this was the coronation of the next real quarterback in Rutgers history and he might still be but the fact that he's still fighting with Evan Simon to get under center to me is is a red flag but you know we'll see the running game is is going to be their carrying uh is going to be their calling card and it was again uh Saturday and probably will be again this Saturday down uh in Philly well I and I I saw an obviously an overmatched team I mean give Wagner credit for showing up and 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 playing with some heart but they were just clearly so overmatched and really I mean when you're looking at something where you're just trying to execute your plays it's almost like an extended practice in a sense but if you look at that I mean if you look at the numbers too I mean Evan Simon you know 10 of 13 156 yards two TDs uh, he doesn't have the arm that Wimsat has but he he has he has a better touch I think he has um, he's a little more accurate 
Uh, Wimsat, you know, listen, I just think gee, the athlete, man, you just see him the way he's, he just takes off from the line. You know, uh, that big run he had, we were, we were shooting it from behind. We got a nice shot on the website of him just having the entire field to run on. Guy's fast. And, and he also, he's big. You know, you'd think yeah. that he coming in, he'd be like this string bean. He's not. He's, he's a big guy. He's hit, he's hit the weight room. The thing is, yeah. is you're seeing the athlete there and you're seeing this really, really strong arm. It's, it's very clear. It's very evident. Problem is, is that's good. That might have a tendency to overthrow. I don't think this guy's going to be underthrowing many people. I think he's just going to be throwing the ball too hot or too far. Even the touchdown yeah. pass that he had, had a, was, you know, the receiver was wide open, even had a little too much on it. And long made quite a uh, catch. Um, well, it's gotta be an accuracy thing. I mean, I, yeah. I, what, what else could it be? I was listening uh, on the radio this morning, Boomer Esiason was talking about, you know, the two main things with quarterback play are one decision-making, you know, knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, what the defense is showing you. And number two, accuracy. Yeah, yeah, getting the ball the there. That he just is not accurate. He might have a cannon for an arm, but it yeah. might wind up uh, instead of going to his wide receiver, it might end up hitting the tuba player in the stands. So you, you don't know where <laughs> and, it's going to go. Or even worse, he throws interceptions. Now right. we're yeah. beating up on him and yeah. Yeah, there's I'm, a lot there to work with. So yeah, I'm trying to talk about the athlete. I don't, yeah, I don't want to beat progress, up on him because Simon's he's a the better kid. quarterback. Yeah. Right. right now, Simon's the better quarterback, but he hasn't taken such a big step that he has passed swim set by. And believe me, Greg Shiano doesn't want him to be the guy he wants Wimsat to be able to take over. So it's kind of worked out. They both get time. They've won. Let's see what happens against temple. And let's see if it stays this way. You know, John, we're fond of saying, if you have two, you don't have one. So they'll have to find a winner of the, I believe of the quarterback. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see when Noah Vedral comes back too. Uh, I think he'd probably clearly be the number one. But again, if you look at Gavin Wimsat again, I mean, this is a guy who's going to be able to run away from Big Ten linemen, linebackers, D-backs. He's going to be able to get around them and go through them. I mean, Evan Simons doesn't have that ability no, to, run. to run like Wimsat. And I, I just think that we're uh, we're getting a little too... It's a little early to, you know, he's not showing um, really good accuracy. But, I mean, his, are his wide receivers, well, his wide receivers were getting open, obviously, against Wagner. And he did throw in a coverage against Wagner and got picked for one, too. Um, so, I don't, can you, Matt, can you look at a, a game like this against an, an inferior opponent and kind of draw some things out of it? Or is it just one of those things where it's like, listen, you take your reps and you go to the next game? I think for him, it's it's get the reps and move to the next game. But you'd like to see a step up from Boston college, you know, right. he, so he goes four of 11. Is that a concern or, yeah, you know, so uh, with, with, with that Simon going 10 of 13. So, but again, he showed, uh, showed some really, uh, some, some fast, because some think quick, about what's some the quickness pro- and some speed. Yeah. So he'll, he has that element. So what's the problem with Vedral? Yeah. He can't throw. Well, Wimsat's right. got a better arm, but if he doesn't right. connect with anybody, is he a better thrower? So now you've got a defense, especially when you get to the Big Ten, that will say, well, this guy can't hit anybody. So maybe we'll rush him. Now, he can avoid the rushes. You're right, Steve. He can get outside, and he adds that element. But if he can't find receivers, then he's a one-dimensional, one-and-a-half-dimensional guy. And it's too early to make a call on that. Oh, I, I agree. Way too early. I mean, he's, he's, he's still got to grasp more of the offense. He's, he's, a, he's a kid. He's a teenager. Yep. He's just got here, essentially.
No, no. I he mean, did. so right. to think that he's just going to come in and just, you know, uh, be gangbusters. We, we all, that we all hope his, for that, don't that's we? Right. We all well, want to see that. that. was the rep, right? We all want to see this amazing freshman come in and just freaking take over. It's not easy. I mean, it's a lot to ask. It really yeah. is. So so let's see. Let's let's see. I mean, the athlete is there. That's what I saw. I saw an athlete on the field, man. And, um, uh, you know, so Remember and, the last guy Rutgers got that everyone said, what an arm. Oh, we won the recruiting wars. It's great. He's not even yeah. with the team anymore. Yeah. Sikowski. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, that what is he it. doing? He's he he, he still in Illinois. I, I believe so. Anyway. Um, eligibility. Uh, like 35. You know, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's turn to um, Temple now. You know, Rutgers uh, smoke Temple at home last year. They put up 61 points. Um I was surprised. Uh, Seventeen point, I think, favorite. I thought. I thought they. I, I knew they'd be favorites. But let's be honest. We're not used to seeing Rockers be favorites on on the road. And they're a seventeen point favorite. I believe I saw last last I saw. So well, they should be favored. Like yeah. That. No. No. I agree. But I, I didn't think it was going to be uh, more yeah. than two touchdowns. Well, they become a bit of a darling now. Don't forget. Yeah. Right. Those those point spreads also reflect popularity and what the guys who make the number think fans are going to go for. So you got to make a number that will attract some action on the other side. That being said, yeah, they're a much better team. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the, Temple is in yeah. flux. This time they go to Lincoln financially. They're in Philly. Um, again, a pop, probably a lot of Rutgers uh, uh, faithful will, will be there for it. Um, Temple struggled against the trip, Steve. And unfortunately I got to move, um, move from, uh, from L- LBI. The in-laws oh, sold the house, right? which we're which we're bombing about. But uh, so um, <laughs> uh, I got some moving to do, but I will I'll watch it. That's uh, that's for sure. Um, but I would have loved to have made the trip out to Philly and did have plans at one point and just did not. It's not going to happen. If you um, make a last minute decision, you'll have no problem getting a ticket. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I'm no doubt about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, so pl- plenty of Rutgers fans uh, will be there. Uh, uh, Temple struggled against Duke, got shut out by Duke at Duke. And Duke's a pretty good ACC team. And then they uh, they beat Lafayette. But uh, I got to tell you, Matt, I think you saw a little of that game. That was uh, it was close in the, up to the fourth quarter. So um, didn't they didn't by any means dominate no. Lafayette. Um, and they've got a quarterback issue too. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Dewan Mathis started against Duke played a little against Lafayette, but they went with EJ Warner actually had a pretty good game. Yeah. He was better. And this is Lafayette threw for 173 yeah, yards. Mathis four, fumbled the ball 14 and 19, two TDs. So, uh, you know, against, again, this is against Lafayette, but, uh, what, what I'm sure that EJ Warner will get to start again, I would think. Maybe with oh, Duan, no, he's gonna start. Duan Mathis getting some reps in there. Um, it's funny. But, early, maybe a month ago, the Johnny Unitas list came out and Duan Mathis was on it. <laughs> and now he can't even start. And so, I, you know, they were pretty good on the ground last week. They couldn't do anything against Duke. But uh, uh, Darvon Hubbard, Edward Sadis, um, you know, some guys, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to run. Um, no, it's uh, they, going to be the same thing as last year. Yeah. Maybe uh, not as big a margin, but Rutgers right. will win handily. Uh, and then they got a pretty good receiver, Jose Barbon. But, I mean, can this Warner kid get it to him? Uh, he did against Lafayette. Uh, but, again, 
Um, we're going to have to see. You know, Rucker still has to remain focused here. Can't assume anything. Um, really important to get this win. I mean, we've talked about this, you know, now, you know, Matt, you said it now that they beat BC is the possibility of getting a bowl this year real. And, and it is, but you can't have any slip ups and, and, you know, John can't have any slip ups against uh, a temple. Your whole get it done mantra is, is in full force this week. It is G I D fellas, get it done. Because as Matt said at the beginning of this, and we talked about last week, if you, if you take care of business, you're sitting at four and zero headed to the big house, right? And so, when is the last time Rutgers was ever able to to say that? And you know, yeah, well, actually, they go to Ohio awesome. State. The big house is down the I'm road sorry. there, but that's okay. I'm oh, that's sorry. in November. Yeah, but yeah, they go to the, the shoe. The shoe, yeah, as it's called, yeah. and that's going to be it's a big shoe. Uh, it's going to be a tough afternoon. <laughs> Regardless I think, I think of how my mouth, I had the wrong schedule here in front of me. But yeah, how well you know, they're playing, and then that whole idea is four zero. Yeah, and that whole idea, yeah. guys, even against Iowa, of being able to run it down their throat. I mean, it's it's uh, you know they they might have some success against these teams now running because they have shown the ability and they've got a good running back room, man. I mean, Al Shadi Salam has really come along. Kyle Manung guy's a nice runner. I mean, Samuel Brown got his reps in. Uh, the freshmen, so they've got they've got a, a lot of backs, and the, the and the offensive line is playing better. That's the key. Same five for you both know. games. He's gotten his backups in a couple of times, yeah. so that's key. That's key. Yeah. How about speaking of Rutgers running backs? How about Isaiah Pacheco was the leading rusher yeah. for the Kansas City and had a touchdown. How about that? Boy, I just, yeah. did, you know, and good, God, you know, fantastic. I mean, we were even doubting him to a certain degree because we just, he couldn't get downfield last year. He just, he, he was getting, you know, if he went to the outside, there was so much penetration that he couldn't, he couldn't turn the corner there. And that's just tells you how the, the offensive line play last year was really well, shows you this lacking. Cast wasn't up, up to his, yeah. the kid had talent yeah, so, left off the screen. You could see that he had. He had everything right. you needed to be a really big time oh, yeah. back. Now, well, you yeah. know, is he going to? And Chiano had a, has a lot. There? She, Who knows about that? But he certainly puts his best foot forward. And it shows that Chiano preps his players, man. I mean, that you know, he uh, is a, clearly a really coachable guy, and uh, he seemed calm, man. Just his, his whole body language and all that, and and he uh, he played really well. I was on that was on national TV, so I was able to watch a lot of that game. And uh, here he is lining up right beside Mahomes, man. Fantastic for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, no, I mean, very well win the win the AFC, man. This is it's it's just uh, it's great. It's great news. And you know, as a Raider fan, I got to turn and look at the Chiefs, and I got to root. I got to root for that guy. I just have to, you know. And we'll see. uh, We'll see how it goes. But yeah, he had a a great. uh, He had a great um, uh, game. First game in, in in his pro career. So uh, and look, you know, so there's plenty of plenty of running backs left in Matt. And, and so um, they, they but how well will they run the ball, ball when they go when they see Iowa at home and then they get into that Big Ten schedule? Well, assuming, you, you got a lot of you got a lot more beef you're dealing with. Well, I watched Iowa, Iowa State this weekend and Iowa stinks. They're horrendous. Yeah. They scored 14 points this season in two games total. Wow. They have 16 punts. Wow. So okay. I think I read something the other day. They're the only big time school that has more punts than points at this point Ooh. in the year. They cannot move the ball. They allowed Iowa State to go, 
I think it was 99 yards for the game-winning touchdown. They couldn't stop them in a pouring rain at home. Well, wow. I guess Iowa State's just down the road, but uh, it was Iowa City. It was pouring, and they just couldn't stop them. And they ran, 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 ran against them. And Iowa's offense is horrendous. So, yeah, I mean, unless there's a lot of changes between now and then, I think Iowa's got Nevada this week, so they'll try to get healthy there. Rutgers, as long as they're healthy, I think they will be able to run the ball. But that'll be next week's show yeah. that we talk about it. Mm-hmm. But this week, I think – what I would want to see is continue to dominate the line of scrimmage, put up some more points, build the confidence, get out of there healthy. And I'd like to see Wimsett play better, more consistent, find his wide receivers, control the game, and take that with him into Iowa. And then here's the key. If Noah Vedral is ready, do you, do you put him out there? In Philly, or do you wait? I don't think he's ready. Yeah. I think Shiano said the other day that he's making progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to be really vague doubtful. with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, listen, who knew that he wasn't going to play right. uh, in the opening game? Right. But I would be surprised. And right now, not that Rutgers is playing with house money per se, because despite starting 2-0, and if they lose on Saturday, there goes all that momentum. The air is out of the balloon. But Johnny, I think, and you know, you you have a coach's perspective. I think he's looking at it. Yeah, Vedril's my guy. He kind of helped us. He won the battle, and he deserved to start. That is what everyone thought was going to happen. Of course, he gets the upper body injury that prevents yep. him from getting on the field through the first two games. But I think Shiano's also going. Hmm. I don't think he has another year of eligibility. <laughs> he's played forever. So yeah. the point is, our future is Gavin Wimsett and Evan Simon. That's our future. Yep. And yep. I am somewhat playing with house money because we are 2-0, and I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to break it up. Uh, so I think yep. even if Vegel comes back, he's not going to play or play much. Yeah, I think you have to get, as you said, you got to start to move on. It's like a, a high school coach who wants to take a look at the sophomores and juniors who he know who he knows are going to be with him um, for the duration and for the next couple of years. And, and so I think you're going to get a steady dose of those two. Yeah. And, you know, if, if it's, if it's going to be one possession, one guy, one possession, the other guy, so be it. As long as they can continue to run the football and play good defense and, and not give up, you know, big plays, they've had a, they've had a penchant for, for getting takeovers, um, this year, takeaways, they've been, they've been turning other teams over. Granted, the teams that they've played so far have not been world beaters, but you know you start to get that going, and your your defense feeds off of that. And then if you can shorten the game by running the ball with that stable of backs that we've just chronicled, then you're going to be in you're going to be in most games. It's just going to be whether you go up, you know, in, in Ohio State and they go out there and throw, you know, three touchdowns yeah. in the first quarter and you're down 21 nothing. Right, that's where Vedral might come in at nice, some but, point. Yeah, well, I could, and, yeah, and like I said, when he goes out to those big stadiums, I mean, Vedral's the steadiest guy. Um, they still want to make a bowl. And as I said at the be- beginning of the show, guys, I mean, it's, it's a nice idea with the whole run first thing. They're going to have to pass the ball. They're going to have to complete some passes. And they're going to have to get some kind of balance going. I just don't see him running over the likes of uh, of the big guys, you know, the, the you know the Michigans, the Michigan States, the Ohio States, Penn States. 
you know, and even, you know, Iowa's still going to have some beef there, even though they're struggling. It's still, I still think you need to see some balance and, you know, you never know what's going to happen Ineffectiveness, injuries with, with Simon and, and Wimsat. So we'll have to see it's, I get, I, I'll say this, it's nice to have Vedral there, right? On, on your sideline, if he's ready to go, if he's ready um, to go, yeah, if he's ready to go and he's healthy, uh, uh, he could be a very important piece to this. And also uh, to make a bowl, the whole idea, let's come on, let's get to progress is to, is to make a bowl. I mean, they got in under, you know, circumstances where they, you know, someone lost a shot at it and Rutgers had an opportunity to take it all day. So they did go to a bowl last year, but we know, you know, we want to get in there with six wins. And uh, they were so close last year. You, you'd like to see that happen this year. And with this nice start and then be, being the Boston College win, which is which was huge. And now you take care of business on Saturday, three, and zero going into that Iowa game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be that's uh, going to be really exciting. At home At under home. the lights. Yes. I'm seven in Florida. I just heard seven o'clock. I'm in Florida, man. My wife booked a trip to Florida. I'm like, Sandy, wait a minute. It's the Iowa game. She's like, wait, wait. Oh, so it's because it's teacher's convention weekend. She's like, okay, we're not going to Florida to see my sister because of a football game. I said, does she know how long you've been waiting for this? (laughs) And Rutgers has been waiting for a prime time game. I already said, I already said, listen, there's no, because there's golf plans and all that stuff. It's going to be fun. New new Smyrna Beach. So it's going to be fun, but I'm watching a game. I'm going to watch that game. And now, obviously, since it's the evening, it'll be a little easier. Go to like a sports uh, sports bar or something down there, um, and then just give up my ticket for that week. But uh, yeah, so uh, very exciting possibilities here, guys. And then you know, listen, if they, if you know, you take you, you win your your game against Iowa, which is very possible. Now you're four and zero with with the possibility of just needing two more wins the rest of the way. Very very much it could happen for Rutgers. It's still going to so, come down to Maryland. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I mean, like let's yeah. face it. Nebraska's fired their coach, right? So they'll be a different look. We'll see what they do uh, Saturday. It's strange that he didn't work out there, man. Coming back to Nebraska, he was great at Central Florida. He had what? one good year there. Yeah. I mean, his last year well, there. Well, he, he built him to that. Yeah. He took Central Florida. Matt, to the to the heights of the, I mean, the top. Yeah, I top think the, the, you know, the, the not, When was the last time Nebraska was relevant in football? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. playing Piper what Oklahoma this week? Yeah, and they got such a huge fan base. They they love their Cornhuskers, man. They'll come out and, but it's uh, no, they it's, have it's to been they have to really look run. inside. But you yeah. know, so we'll see what uh, what they do with the interim head coach, but. It's good. They got a tough target, but Rutgers at home, that's a winnable game. So, okay. I marked that Minnesota now is starting to show that they're going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they had another big win uh, over the weekend. Indiana's never an afterthought there. Come on. That's never the case, especially with Rutgers. And last year they were just whatever happened in Indiana. So let them, uh, Indiana, you know, they just blew up ahead last of ourselves. year. But let's I, I say they beat Iowa and they beat Nebraska. And they'll lose to Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State. So now they're five and four, and they've got Minnesota, what, Indiana, and Maryland. It's going to come down to Maryland. Yeah. And, and Maryland's good this and year. And I have to keep saying, watch that Michigan game. You never know. No, they play uh, it for a reason. But we yeah. are way getting ahead of ourselves, Johnny boy. <laughs> well, that's what yeah. that's what you do in podcasts, huh, John? Do. No, that's what you do when you play Wagner, and that's there's nothing to talk about. Do, right? Well, listen, uh, you know what? A Staten Island team. They're an FCS team. They were well, when Sean played for them, and I remember it. He was a Who's line. Sean? 
Sean, I'm Sean Ward, our, oh, our, our okay. photographer. Right, I thought I just, mentioned it. Did I mention him at the beginning? No. I didn't? Okay. No, you just said you were down in the field. Okay. My, my apologies. Sean Ward, who, who does some photography for us and more sports now. He, he, he played for um, Wagner back in the um, 80s. Uh, he was a linebacker, and it was they were Division Three. Mm-hmm. Now I believe they they went to Division One in the NEC in the late nineties. And um, so, look, it's it's an FCS team, and 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 not a good FCS team, but you know they're local. Um, hey, everybody they plays. Take, listen, Syracuse. They pro, they're playing Syracuse. Take the money and run, baby. So, um, <laughs> and you know, look, they. You know, at the beginning, they showed some life and they were there that, you know, they stopped a few runs, but they just it was 28, nothing after the first. Well, I mean, just quarter. the very beginning. I mean, the very few first uh, play uh, <laughs> first few plays. I'm like, all right, yeah. they're they're all right. They're, they're, they're making some hits here. They're showing some toughness, but there was it, See, what kind of it wore down quickly. What, what's what's that? What kind of a crowd was there? Were there were there bodies? Hey, oh, today? I wanted to mention this, and I got numerous pictures of it. Great job by the student section. Great job. It was packed for Wagner. It was a beautiful afternoon. All right, maybe a little on the hot side, but beautiful. And um, they, the the student section was packed. You know, Pikel was there. They're giving out televisions and all that. Uh, uh, Omori was there. Cliff was there. Um, you can't miss him, right? No, no. He's so, a big man. It's all, it's all, yeah, did you get to the boardwalk, that new thing? No, I, I did not see that. Uh, but uh, no, I didn't even go to my seats. I was uh, so I was down on the on the field. So I uh, did you I, stop by for a cup of the Grand House coffee. I, I did not. There you go. Yet, but it is offered. I've had it there yeah. before, and I've actually uh, we've gone out to uh, Eric's uh, shop in Woodbridge, which yeah. is which is beautiful they did a great job and that's good coffee too so i yeah i, I hey i'll take that over dunkin donuts come on yeah. if you got if you got a Grand coffee at that shi stadium i'll i'll take that all day yeah but they got that new boardwalk uh, thing there yeah. where you know which is supposed to be pretty cool yeah and they I, had fireworks and all that sort of stuff so yeah you know good job yeah the students so, showed so up the rest uh, of the as far as the fan did base not. i didn't see the number they but they said 40 it, something was the announced crowd oh emphasize announced tickets sold but uh but yeah uh, yeah but i uh, i would say it was it was the third full the third to a half full um the the rest of the stadium the upstairs was you know where i have my seats i like my seats they're like at the 45 yard line upstairs i see everything but it was it was pretty uh there's just a smattering of people up there a lot of people down on the on the um on the rucker side on the uh on the lower level it was pretty crowded and so the faithful were there and also again great job by the student student section because normally um that's quiet for for these types of games and it was packed it was packed yeah. so uh, great great job uh again by the students and whatever they're doing to get them out to the games keep doing it because it's yeah. great but i think you know i think if Rutgers keeps playing this way and they get a shot at a bowl and uh, i think that there's going to be uh, come on that iowa game now at seven seven o'clock that's going to be a great crowd they will be fired um, up a great crowd and then uh you know come on michigan and penn state this year in november those are going to be some great crowds uh, so um, very uh, very excited about how the season is uh, is progressing. So Lincoln Financial Field in Philly, Rutgers versus Temple, two p.m. And um, Rutgers a big favorite there. So let's see. Let's hope for a, a victory there, and that'll do it uh, for this week. Check out our site, moresportsnow.com. The uh, podcast is on the site, but also on uh, on all our uh, directories that have uh, have the the podcast. 
you know, SoundCloud, uh, which is our home. And then we've got Spotify, we've got Stitcher, we've got iTunes and a few, few others as well. So check out the uh, podcast there. We've got some nice pictures of Saturday's game on the site, moresportsnow.com. Take a look at that as well. Sean, uh, again, Sean, who played for Wagner, did a, a nice job with, with some photography. And, and uh, so some really nice uh, pictures there. So check that out, and we'll catch you all next week. I'm Steve Titchener with Matt Lachlan and John McAlevey. Bye-bye. <laughs>